everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Bachelors in the City. You know us, or maybe you don't know us. I just thought about this, Pete. Maybe someone just clicked our podcast for the first time. So we Maybe should. someone was on, on the podcast channel, and they're like, hey, who are those two dashing fellows with those two adorable dogs? We should listen to what they have to say. So if that is the case for you guys today, welcome. I'm Peter. And I'm Dustin. Welcome. And we are, we are bashers in the city. We uh, would like to welcome you with uh, wide open arms. Dusty, what's up? Que paso, we? Que paso, we? How is, how, how is Nueva York? How is, how is the big city? How is, uh, how is Trippy? How is Sophia? Sophie and Trip are great. They've been going, they've been really trying to go at each other's food lately. Um, yeah. <laughs> New York's crazy, man. New York is a beast. What There's am I missing so out on right now? On. You're missing out on a lot of lines. I probably waited in a pizza line for like an hour to get pizza the other night. It's insane. Holy shit, really? So many people are in the city. So many people like going out. It's <clears throat> it's insane. Me, we went to a, a Pride Festival uh, not too long ago. and I saw videos. Yeah, it looked fun. Then. Like a good time. Man, supporting the LGBT community. And it was amazing. It was just, it was an amazing time. And uh, yeah, man, we're ready to have Gotta love it. I uh, July 13th, my man. I will be finished with training, I and I will be at, back uh, there. I saw you were just at Kygo. I yes, I'm. I've been having some fun too. It's not been all studying, which has been great. Uh, I got to go see Kygo Red Rocks in Denver. Huge shout out! If any of you guys live in Denver, uh, I'm sure you've already been to Red Rocks. You don't need me. You don't need me to tell you to do it. But it is probably the coolest, most magical venue experience I think you could ever have. Literally, you're in the mountains, surrounded by huge red rocks, and then Kygo, obviously being my favorite artist, it was uh, it was an incredible night. So. Had a good time, Amazing, man. Uh, but looking I saw forward you to had getting a viral, back. I, I saw you had a What's viral that? moment too on TikTok. A viral moment with some <laughs> some girl. Hey, Peter. Hey, no, 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 no. This is not some girl. Okay, this is corny. Who is she? I don't know. Who is? Yeah, this who is. is this is corny. So corny. It's actually funny. I, I, when I met her, I, um, we, they had a like a a cameo party. It's actually, and I, it just happened to be that they were there. I didn't, I had gotten my tickets for Kygo before, but cameo was thrown on an event. Um, Kyle, you know, Kyle, he'd reached out and he's like, Hey man, we're having like this thing before the show come over and everything. And so I had some friends, we went over and we're talking with everyone. And then I see her name's her real name's Courtney. Um, Courtney comes up and I'm like, why? I know her. She's so familiar. And, um, then it just clicked. And I was like, I have seen probably 150 of your videos. Um, on Instagram, on TikTok. And she, I think it's the, the average fashion blogger is her, is her tag, but she is not, she's quite literally the funniest person I've ever met in my entire life. And in person, it wasn't like, it's like just online. No, in person, she is hilarious. Um, so I was, I was fangirling over her like crazy, probably annoying her, but she was so, she was so sweet. Uh, anyway, so we ended up becoming friends and, um, hanging out. We ended up, you know, enjoying the concert where she was with us and everything. And, and then that night we go out to, uh, we go downtown and we go to this awesome pizza or not. Yeah. Pizza truck. And, uh, we meet up with her again there and she's like, Hey, we gotta do this bit. We gotta do this bit. I'm like, yeah, for sure. And she's like, I'm like, well, listen, you're the the genius, like the, the, the comical genius here. What you tell us what we're doing. And she's like, all right, well, um, here, just stand here. And then I'm going to come by and I'm going to like say something to you and just like, look, look like weirded out or confused. I was like, all right, easy enough. And then she did that video. She goes by at her voice and like her, just her demeanor is hilarious. Um, and then people like, and people didn't know that we knew each other, I guess. Cause how would they? Um, and so it started blowing up, I guess. And then, um, 
we did a, a couple more. But yeah, she's just super funny. So that was uh, well, look at wasn't you expecting on your it to blow up. Game, man. Hey, TikTok game, man. Right, proud, man. right, right after we had Rod come on, uh, you know, he inspired <laughs> yeah. me and it was, it was good. I can't take the credit though. It was, it was all Courtney. So guys, if you aren't yeah. already go f- follow the average fashion blogger, you will not be disappointed and you will probably start crying more than you ever have from straight laughter. So you're welcome. Doesn't matter. As long as you get it, as long as you get it. We have a special guest today. And since this is a very, very special guest, I am going to do my best not to, uh, Curse. Um, And you guys know we have the the tally jar. The The race to 100. The race to 100. I am currently losing at the moment. Yes, you are. A quick speed up on that. But (laughs) I'm 20. I have 20. And I'm 14. Mr. Pilot Pete has 14. I think he could catch up. But hopefully this episode, there will not be no swearing. Can't promise that. Hopefully we're not adding any to the tally today because today we have a real treat for you guys. Uh, The one, the only, my mom is coming on to talk with us. I am so excited uh, that she's on the pod. She is obviously my favorite guest that we've ever had. Um, We've been just so close my entire life and has been someone that has just instilled in me so many beautiful values and uh, someone I am so grateful for. I look up to immensely, has the biggest heart in the world that I have ever felt. And uh, it's just cool. I'm excited to have her share with you guys some stories of uh, her upbringing, of of what made her into the woman that she is today, where she comes from, her roots and all that. And um, some funny stories as well. Uh, She is always a good time. So without further ado, uh, I would like to introduce all of you to my beautiful mom. Uh, mom, I love you so much, and thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I know you guys are going to enjoy this episode. Barbara Inocente de Jesus Figarola, Infante Rodriguez Weber the first. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be on. And you know what? I love my name, my full, full name. And I can't even remember it. You're the one that has to remember, remind me of my full name because I can't say it. That's so true. Jack and I are always the ones that are, uh, are, are proudly spatting it off. How many words do we have in that name? Is it Bye, buddy. It's like eight. The first is guys. Yeah, but remember, that's a Latin thing. You know, uh, a lot of Latin people, you know, people from our culture, you know, we have a lot of different names. And that's why when I came to this country... Well, let, let's back. Okay, let's let's back let's back up a little bit here because this is I think this is something cool here that maybe not a lot of people know about. Um, obviously, I think everyone knows you know your Cuban or Cuban roots and where and you know that that's a big thing in our family. But let's back up to when you were in Cuba and what let's walk through what you know what kind of transpired. Obviously, there was a lot going on in the country back then and what caused you to come to the states. So I think uh, let's let's start with that. And it's a good segue from that uh, that beautiful name. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I left Cuba when I was three years old. And my mom and dad had to leave a year and five months before me because my dad was judge of the Supreme Court and the revolution came in with Fidel Castro. And he was basically on the hit list 
and my mother as well. So they had to leave and I stayed behind with my grandmother and my uncles and aunts. And uh, do I have a you know memory of all of that? I, I really don't because I was only three, but um, I remember arriving you know, to this country um, through Florida. My mom lived in, in Miami at the time. And uh, I remember seeing her and not knowing who she was because I didn't know who she was, you know. Um, I had I had been separated from her for, for a year and five months already. But, wow. you know, shortly after that, um, we... It was only a night that we spent in Florida. Then we had moved, we moved actually to Chicago where she was able to find a job. And, uh, oh God, this gets so emotional now for me. Um, so for those that don't know, obviously my mom is uh, very, you know, very family oriented and, uh, you know, was very, very close with my grandmother who uh, I was very close with as well. Uh, Aurora uh, called her mama. Um, actually, we called her mom. Yeah, growing up and and mama, my my brother and I, and uh, just, you know, spent so much time with her. She lived with us for so long. Um, obviously, you guys can kind of see why, you know, they were so close with my mom. And it was just her because because uh, my grandfather, your dad, you know, he passed away shortly after mm-hmm. you immigrated um, right. to the States. So so you and mama, you guys moved okay. to Chicago. So you guys come from Cuba. To Chicago. Yeah, we moved to city. Yes, a new city. And uh, we had just, we, when I tell you what we moved into, you wouldn't believe it was, uh, you know, of course we came, we didn't have any money at all. We were very poor. And um, we lived in a little, little apartment that only had one bed in it and a little, like, you know, those camper stoves that they have today? Mm-hmm. That's what we had to cook on. And I remember just sitting there all the time and just looking at her because I didn't know who this woman was from Adam. I would wake up in the morning. <laughs> and just look at her. And then like, I think around, you know, a week later, I remember her, she said to me as I grew, you know, as I got older, she said, she said, you know, that was the happiest day of my life. You looked at me and you said, I think I'm beginning to love you. And, you know, and I, she says, that just made me so, oh my gosh, over the moon. And, you know, from there on, you know, we struggled, you know, because it was just her and myself. And uh, it was in the early 60s. So, so what was, was, a, so was, what was that like? You, you you came over from Cuba. Spanish was your your first language. It, it was it, it was my first language. But remember, I wasn't really fluent in it yet. So right. like, you know, you're three years old. And um, so I picked up English right away. And uh, okay. uh, I remember my first words in, in English were, no, thank you. I she I was in this little nursery school and they would come out with these like raw carrots and celery and vegetables which I was not used to because that was not what we ate back you know back in Cuba and I remember the girl would come by and she, I'd say no thank you no thank you <laughs> because I couldn't eat any of that I'm like I don't know what that is you know where's my rice and beans and you know my black beans and and pork where's and like chicken food? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so it was, you know, it was a time there that, like I said, we, we had a rough time. It was, a, you know, there was a struggle there for sure. But then I think as that's I grew, what definitely bonded you and, and got you so close to mama, to your mom, you know, mm-hmm. growing up and, and helped kind of solidify that relationship. Definitely. Seriously, I, I, I don't think I've ever seen guys, uh, you know, just growing up 
with my grandmother and my mom, just the, the epitome of love and the epitome of just a beautiful mother-daughter relationship and how close they were. It was, it was something I, I felt very blessed to be able to witness. So coming from, coming from Cuba, what are, mm-hmm. it was cool because we actually got to go back to uh, Cuba a couple years ago, about five, six we years did. ago, and go visit. Um, mm-hmm. Tell people, tell everyone what, how cool that was, who we got to see, uh, and why that trip was so special. Oh my gosh. You know, I'd always wanted to go back to see my birthplace and I knew, you know, that you guys know I'm a very emotional person and, uh, getting off that airplane. You were crying off the airplane. (laughs) Yes. Coming down the steps there, I was crying because I had never, you know, I didn't know what my birthland looked like. And it was something that was very, very close to my heart. I would hear so many beautiful songs as I was growing up about it with my mom and, you know, she would be playing him in the background and, you know, singing and I would just listen to her. And I just, you know, I just had that in my heart. And when I got off the airplane, I just started crying and it was the most beautiful sight. You know, of course, you know, Cuba's going through a lot, but it's still beautiful. The beaches are still there. Beautiful blue waters. Got to see my family. Got to see my uncle who is in his 90s. Got who to had see raised my you aunt. for that first year and a half, huh? Yes, yes. Wow. And I had lived in that house for a year and a half. I lived in that house. So I walked in and it was just Oh my goodness. After so many, you know, 50 some years, it was just what an impact it had on me. I remembered all of it. Did it feel like a blast in the past for sure? Because they still have like the classical cars over there, right? Like aren't they? They do. They do. So it's like you really went back in the past when you Yes, there. yes, yes. And it happens that the the neighbor down the street from where my uncle lives had one of those cars and he took us all around. Yep, remember, I remember that. He that took red, us like, all around. Chevy. A red one. Yes, yeah. yes. And uh, got to see my dad's old, my mom and dad's old house. You know, we passed by there and then I knocked on the door. I asked the lady if I could please come in and see it. And she let us in. So that was so beautiful as well. Yeah, great, I know. great C- memories. C- Cuba, honestly, it to me, like, obviously, has a special place in my heart. One of the most, if not the most beautiful island I've ever been to, ever seen. The beaches, Varadero, was the the most pure white sand and and gorgeous crystal blue water with the palm trees. Um, you know, obviously, I'm a big cigar fan. Lo- love that the culture there with that. It's, it's <laughs> so we, we brought a bunch of those back. We each brought like I remember customs. You're allowed to bring two boxes per person of cigars legally back into the country, and we took it full advantage of that rule. Um, that was great. But man, here's here's to hoping that somehow, some way, that country can be released from that that communistic regime and and get back to you know what's what's Absolutely. made it so beautiful. You know, absolutely. Now that was um, a great trip. We need to do it again for sure. For sure, I'm going. I'm going next. For time. sure, I'm going next. For time. sure, Dusty, you got to come. You're the roommate, so you're coming. Your family now. I'm coming. I'm coming. I think um, a lot of people would love to know where Sweet Nums comes from. Where's it come from? Sweet Nums. I hear it. I hear it everywhere. It comes from hubby. I have to tell you, you know, <laughs> many <laughs> many years ago when we got married, you know, 33 years ago. You know, I have never called him Peter and he's never called me Barbara ever, ever, ever. Okay. And so when we got married, he would call me sweetheart and I would call him sweetheart. So, um, 
you know, it, it was just one day he, out of the clear blue sky, he said to me, he says, you know what? I think I'm going to switch it over to Sweet Nums because you already call me sweetheart. So we need a sweet nums and a sweetheart. So we are at stores, guys. Okay. We're in department stores and I need something or what. And I go, sweetheart, I'll, I'll just jump up, sweetheart. And then he'll go, sweet nums. And I turn. So, and people look and go, I go, well, you know what? Those are, <laughs> that's the way it is, right? That's the way it is. We call each other these names, but yeah, we've always had the names, you know. And so when I got my Instagram account, um, he says, why don't you call yourself what I call you? And I said, fine. So I've had Sweetnums for a long, long time. Sweetnum, why do you still call uh, Peter um, Sweetheart? Is sweetheart. He... Oh, yeah, I still call him Sweetheart. I, I can't call him. I've never you called him. All have, you guys all have nicknames. Yeah. I've noticed like. Yeah. Yeah, and, I'm, I'm Bud, Bud. Peter, Bud, Peter Dog. I'm like, you want me to call your dad Dog? Is yeah, that, is it's D A G. Wait, D A W G. You know that one? Yeah, Dog. Yeah. Wait, what's what's Jax? Pasito. 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 My mom named him that, and actually, actually, when the boys were little, before, be well, Bud is always yeah. Bud was Pachi, and uh, Jack is always in Pasito. So Pasito. Yeah. That, yeah, that's oh. what our, our grandmother would call us. Uh, we, it's yeah. true. I didn't think about that. We have a lot of nicknames in our family. I call my dad the Capitan all the time. Um, Capitan. <laughs> I'm like, this, wait, Pete, how many family members do you have? I'm like, <laughs> I was always never called Peter because when I was younger, my dad, obviously, his name is Peter as well. And so we he called me Bud or Pachi to not confuse um, us when we were trying to talk with each other. But uh, yeah, that's um, the sweet nums. That's the story. I'm, there's so many people, I'm sure, that have that question of where it comes from. And now oh, I can't answer. tell you how many people get me on DMs asking me, where'd you get the name sweet nums from? Sweet nums, sweet nums. It's just know. so original. You don't hear that around anywhere, you know? You should brand market. You should brand market. Brand market. Okay, Dusty, I'll that's, do that. A, I'll do that. I'll take your advice. <laughs> get a hat, sweet nums. Yeah. T-shirt, you know what? Nums. Some um, uh, There was a, one of your fans, Bud, that remember that reached out to me because she couldn't reach out to you. I guess it was hard um, to get you, but she reached out to me and, and sent me. We met her up in New York, remember? We met up oh, with yeah. her for dinner that she night. Made us she the got hat me a sweatshirt the... that said sweet nums yep. on it. She was a sweetheart. Yeah, she got all of us. Yeah. She was so sweet. She got yeah. Dusty a, a hat. Yeah, too. remember Dusty? You were there too. Yeah. Could never forget. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. she also came out to when we were bartending. Kathy, she money for guaranteed karma. Kathy, yes. Yeah, yeah. She's a. She good bought people. me a lot of shots that night. <laughs> <laughs> she's great, and her family. The whole family is great. Very, very yeah, nice. All right, so moving to uh, moving to Chicago. You grew up in Chicago. 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 Da 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 da. Oh, I love it. I love it. It looks like you're about to get up into a little dance there, which brings me to my next question. Cheerleader for the Chicago Bear Honey Bears. NFL Bear team. down, Chicago Bears. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Of course. Oh, my God. What a great time Yo, in my life. You got to talk to us about that. That is I mean, just being such a big football fan, I've always thought that's so cool. Yeah, my mom was an NFL cheerleader. That's so crazy. Well, let me let me say this real quick. Um, well, I remember at your house, I was looking at photos. Could you guys have? And I came across the one that's legendary that I'm just in love with. You know, the one where your mom's got her pom-poms and we see Walter Payton. I'm like, wait, whoa, wait, what? The legend what? Walter Payton. I'm like, I'm like, what? Sweetness. I sweetness so those that don't know is the greatest player that has ever played the game of football legendary 
legendary. And anyone that loves football knows sweetness. And I look at this photo and I'm like, no way. And that, that's when you told me that, you know, Barb was a, a, a cheerleader for the Bears. And I was just stunned. I was like, oh my gosh, this is, that's like a, the, that picture, we need to put it on the podcast. Uh, 100%. Page. It's legendary. It is. Thank you, Dusty. You know, and you look beautiful too. And I'm like, oh, well, youth, the fountain of youth. Come on, (laughs) how much would I love to go back to that fountain of youth? Get some of that water, right? I got your jeans. I got your jeans. As they would say, you were a smoke show. Oh, a smoke show. (laughs) But 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 Dustin, are you flirting with my mom right now? Are you flirting with my mom right now? She was a smoke show. I see see why Mr. Peter snatched you right up. Oh, well, he was time. I I, I love Dustin. I love Dustin. That's another story. Okay. Um. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) 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 Anyway, um, you know, there was an ad in the paper. In the Chicago Sun-Times, there was an ad and saying, you know, we're, they're trying out for um, the cheerleaders for the Chicago Bears. And I thought, you know what? I, I, I really, you know, I didn't do that in high school, but I knew I could, you know, probably still had it in me, you know, to, to get out there. I was only like, what, 20, 20 or 21. And I thought I could still do all of this and blah, 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 blah. So sure enough, I signed up. I went for it. And there were like 25, I think there were 2,500 girls trying out because they came out in the paper. They had 2,500 girls come out. We had a dance, you know, they had a routine for us. Then we had a freestyle dance. And uh, then a couple of days later, I got a call. I made the squad. So I was beyond happy. I was beyond thrilled. And, you know, and I I just, I have such great memories of it. And uh, then... You know, I do you real quick. Do you remember that 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 moment? I know it's probably tough, but that that iconic moment of that picture. Do you remember cheering, watching sweetness run out of the tunnel when that was taken? No, I'm honest. No, I don't remember because the f- the photographer photographer was were somewhere else. I don't remember yeah. him taking that picture. Sure. I don't remember that at all. And then I was doing the cheerleading, and then you know, every time something came out, I. I'm just very adventurous. You know, I like to, I'm very much like you. I'm spontaneous. I do things. Like and you. then, yeah, or you're like me. That's right. I came first. You, That's right. I, right. I, I came it, first. I've seen it firsthand. I came first. Okay. I see where Pete gets this from. Okay. <laughs> so then afterwards, then there was something in the paper again. You know, I guess I read the paper a lot. There was something for to try out for the Miss Illinois pageant. And I thought, okay, fine. I'm going to do that too. You know, it was just like, I mean, I, I I just like being around people a lot and doing things like that. And uh, I tried out and then I, I got that, you know, I got that as well. So then I had to stop. Quite, quite, quite the resume. So I had to stop the honey bears because I got into the Miss Illinois. So I didn't, you know, I couldn't go back to, to doing it again over and over again because, right. you know, I was already committed to something else. At least you got a season, though. That, obviously, are memories you'll never lose. You still are close with a lot of the girls from the squad. Yes, I'm still friends with a lot of the girls from the squad. Yes, yes. That's that's amazing. It is. And I remember you telling me, I like, I think you you said, you, did you meet Walter Payton? And you were like, he's like the kindest man, like, or something. I'm- he was, no, I did. I never met him personally, but he was known as 
a very, very kind man, a very sweet man. That's why I guess he got sweetness from um, just a very easygoing person. And uh, what a legend. What a legend. I heard he never used to go out. He used to always just like. Yes. He didn't go to the parties. You know, he didn't get out there and go, you know, to the parties that they had for football and so forth. After the games, he went straight home, which, you know, I looked up to, you know, when he's especially now when you look back. Sweetness, sweet nums, the connection there is awesome. It's so All cool, too, because the, the Overlook, which is, you know, our, our go-to restaurant bar across the street from our place in uh, I've in, been in there, and York. I love it. You have been there, and it's so cool. Mark, the owner there, huge shout-out. Got a picture. Oh, I know. I gifted him a picture of it because he'd asked. I was telling him that you were a cheerleader for the Bears. He's like, no way. Like, is there any photos or anything we could put up because I got pictures up everywhere? And I found the picture. I framed it and everything, and I brought it in. And then when you visited one time, uh, he had you sign it, and it's up there, like, behind the bar. It's it's so cool. It's all the Bears memorabilia. And the fact that you're part of it with a picture with sweetness is, I mean, it's, it's awesome. It's legendary. It is legendary. Oh, those days, those memories. I mean, oh gosh, I'll always have them very dear to my heart. Should we talk about that night that she came over? <laughs> went over the- <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't. You, you want to talk about that night? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, let's say this. We won't talk about that whole night. I remember, I remember someone bought us some drinks and I was like, I can't. And Sweet Nums was like, you could do it. You could do it. Like she was like, <laughs> being like you, like, no, you got this. You could do it. And I was My- like, this is where I this is where the connection I see, the peer pressuring. You too. My mom is the most fun person to go out with. She is she's she's just, you're always down for a good time. And I it's true. I think that's where I get it. You know, it's it's funny because, you know, as you know, we get older, of course, in age, but my my I so believe that you always stay young at heart. And I might be older in age, but my heart is very, very young. And I think that's what makes us, you know, who we are and keeps us happy and just have that that zest for life, you know, that we have because no, we are sure. young at heart. You have been such an inspiration for me in that regard and a model of why I live the life the way I do. I mean, a perfect mm-hmm. example, guys. I literally, we went out with my mom. We went out to Overlook. It was uh, it was like a, a Friday night. She was in town because um, she was, uh, that's right, you were, you're helping us out with we the dogs because we were going to we Mexico were, the we next were going day. To and, uh, and we have a great night that first night there. We're going to dinner. Then we're at Overlook having a good time. It's packed. We end up meeting, making so many friends that night. The next day, Dustin and I aren't even there. Dustin and I have now gone to Tulum. My mom's in New York, house sitting uh, with the dogs and everything. And some of the friends that we had made the previous night, she had made plans with. She met them up on Tuesday night, which is like a karaoke night. And she had invited some of her friends um, that she had known previously. And it's just like, I that zest for life and that adventurousness and spontaneity that you've had your entire life that you've put on to me, I am so grateful for. Um, so thank you for that. So you're always young at heart, right? Always, always young at heart, and always yeah, young you've been at a heart. True model of that. Yeah, thank you, thank you. So whenever I tell Peter no, and he talks me into it, I have to thank for you, Barb. Thank you. <laughs> I tell Peter like, no, I'm good. And Peter gives me a good speech. You, yes, you are. You're gonna do this because you know what? He just gives me a great speech. I'm like. You, you know, right, he gets, he definitely gets that from me. I mean, I remember I being, I remember being, you know, when I was younger and, you know, Friday nights were party nights, you know, that we would go to, but it, you know, my days, they were like house parties more than anything. And, um, I would say to my friends, oh, we need to go to this party. And they'd say, 
oh, no, we're not invited. I go, oh, yes, you are. I'm inviting you. That's all that's yep. important. And then they said, who invited I, you? And I go, I don't know, but when we get there, we'll have somebody <laughs> invite me. We'll have somebody invite me in. So they're not we'll going to say no way. to us. And, and every Friday night, or excuse me, Friday or Saturday night, we were at parties. And that's how you make friends, you know? I, I just love people. I love people. I've never met a more social person than you. That's, that, that's a fact. I do talk to everyone, right? <laughs> Oh, Barb doesn't know a stranger. Barb doesn't know a stranger. I don't. I don't. And you know what? I think that has a lot to do too with when I was flying, you know, for United. Um, I I flew with them uh, from, uh, oh gosh, for uh, years and years. And I had to quit because my mother got sick. So I had to take care of her. But um, I remember that everybody, I would just make conversations up with all these passengers. And, you know, I I love that. I love that because I just made them coming in. It's like the plane was my home and I invited them in and I would talk to them and just have a great time. Really good time. You make make people feel comfortable and welcome. Thank you, Dusty. Thank you, Dusty. Talking about moving on to, to flying now. So you, you've, you've dominated the, the Chicago City uh, cheerleader for the Bears, Miss Illinois. Conquered. Um, conquered it. Conquered. Conquered. All right, checked off. You now become a flight attendant for United Airlines. You're based out of Chicago O'Hare. All right. So this is, this is, a, uh, this is cool for me because this is the beginning of the start for the love that I would one day feel for aviation. So... Let's go through that, how that came about, and uh, you know some cool experiences that stick out to you. You know what? I remember that I always wanted to fly, but there was only one thing. I only wanted to fly for United, right? And uh, when I got hired by United, I just, oh my gosh, it was a dream, com- just like for you, it was a dream come true for me. And yep. I put on that uniform, and I would work that plane. You know, usually women, you know, the women would have high heels and then they would put their flats on to work the cart, you know, to work the aisle. I always had my high heels on. I never took them off. I I had them on the whole (laughs) flight. And remember, so I literally walked all the way from California all the way back to Chicago with high heels on. I'd always say that. And it it was so much fun. But, you know, every day I took it as a great day because I met new people. I had great flying partners. It was a, a just the, the feel of working, you know, for such a great company, which I was so in awe of, you know, just made me feel so, so much better, so much better. I love it. And, you know, every day was such a much a better day. As every day went by, it was just only getting better. It was never a job for you. Oh, Never, never. As a matter of fact, I said to your father the other day, I said, you know, if if I went back to you, know, I would work for free. And he goes, what? <laughs> and I go, I would work for free just to be able to fly again because I, I so much loved it. Yeah, I I think, yeah, that's kind of what instilled the, the passion in me. Um, obviously, my dad is a uh, is a, a pilot, a senior pilot, captain for on the 787 for United Airlines. But you guys met in the air. All right. There was oh, a true yes. love story that occurred yes. in the air. And it occur it starts with a hilarious, hilarious way that I would love for you to share with everyone right now. Love is in the air. Da 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 da. Okay, here we go. Well, I was flying one day. They they had me deadhead 
from Chicago to Miami. And deadhead means I was not working the flight. I was just being a passenger because I had to work back the flight. So I'm sitting there and, uh, you know, I was in, it was a DC 10 and this guy, a pilot walks right by me and he was, I, all I saw was his back. He was super, super tan, really, really dark, really good. Looked, oh my God, looked great with his white shirt on. And then the best part was the most adorable buns, adorable. Oh my God. I just went like, Oops, and my head just tilted all the way over. But of course, he didn't see me. And, uh, and what did you say? What did you say from just seeing his butt? That's the man I'm going to marry. And I didn't even see his face. That must have been a nice ass, man. It was. It was. It was so cute. It was so adorable. So I thought, okay, this, this I can, you know, I can do it for the rest of my life. Didn't even know what his face looked like. I just know that he had a really nice tan from the back of his arms, and he looked great. Wow. And he went up and, you know, he went up to the cockpit and, uh, you know, um, I, I didn't see him. I didn't see him until we got to Florida and uh, I saw his face. And then I thought, for sure, this is a guy I'm marrying. And on the way back, he, you know, when we got back to Chicago, I guess I might have been, you know, he might have thought that I was, you know, both of us had this attraction towards each other, which we really didn't even say much before that. And uh, he asked me for my number and uh, I gave it to him. And the next thing I know is he says, so you say you're Spanish and um, can you say something to me? Because I lived in Venezuela for all my, you know, young. Okay, well, hold young up, hold years. up, hold up. We're backing up here. We're backing up here. So you just gave him, he asked for your number and you had never written anything down. You just gave oh, him. Oh gosh, you uh, had to say that, right? <laughs> you had to remind me of that. No I was way. trying to fly no over that one. That. We're not I was trying you to fly over, over that. that one. Okay. I was going to say, it, but, but yeah, there had to okay. be some eye contact, okay. some, you know. No, no, no. no. She's, what she's, happened she's trying was, to play it cool. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I was, definitely. No, what happened was I, um, oh gosh, I, I really liked him. And uh, I had told one of the flight attendants I had a crush on this guy. And he said to me, he says, you know what? Make sure that you write your number down and give it to him. And I wrote my number down three different times because my handwriting wasn't coming out right. I was so nervous. This and, must have been a nice ass. And, this oh, must have been a nice, nice, <laughs> dusty, <laughs> dusty. She was nervous. All the way. All the way. So I put those three, <laughs> those three pieces of paper in my apron pocket. And um, so when, at the end, when he's asking me for my number, I actually said to him, I said, well, do you have a piece of paper and a pen oh so I could write God. it down? Whereas I already had them in my pocket. I was too embarrassed. I'm not, you know, like Peter, we, are, we love people. We like to talk. We're out there and outgoing. But we do have shyness in us. You know, I was shy. I was not you know, one to go, here's my number, take it. You know, no, no, I had to have him. That's hilarious. So you had, you had three already in your apron that you didn't like your handwriting for it. Because I was so nervous, right? But it worked. It ended up working. It worked. It It worked. And then he asked me what, uh, what, you know, if I could say something to him in Spanish and, oh gosh, you know, here I'm nervous. I'm looking at this face that I know I'm going to end up with for the rest of my life with, you know, and, and he was so, you know, just so sweet. And I remember saying to him, hola. And he was like, what? 
you just said hola? And you, I said, just say something in Spanish. And he didn't tell me right then and there, but years later, he did tell me that he thought that was kind of a little bit strange. He's like, does she actually I, speak Spanish? Or Yeah, yeah. So, for sure. And now we speak Spanish all the time. Yeah, so for uh, if you guys don't know, my dad actually, he uh, lived in Venezuela for about four years when he was growing up, so he became fluent in Spanish as well. So it's been cool growing up in a Spanish-speaking household, um, especially when my grandmother would live with us. That's, you know, she only spoke Spanish. So I uh, remember fond memories of just watching novelas with her every night, and that's how I kind of picked it up. Novelas are soap operas, like, yeah. Okay, so you guys, you guys meet up. It's love at first bun. Site. That's it. And That's it. Um, you guys are working together with United. Uh, it's, it was so cool to hear so many stories that, of you guys. Literally, now you're together and you're working trips, you know, from Dulles out to Europe together. My mom's the the lead flight attendant, and my dad's the captain on the flight. And it was just it was super cool. You know, that's kind of like what instilled that love for aviation for me. I remember having so many memories of going on, you know, when Jack and I were born, going on trips, you know, with you guys and on, on, on layovers. And it was really cool to have that kind of lifestyle growing up, traveling all the time and just being around oh, airplanes. Great. It was great. You know, I remember when we were flying, cause I was a Spanish speaker on the flights and uh, we would do Madrid and, you know, your dad and I would always fly those trips together. We'd get to Madrid and we would, you know, just rest for a couple of hours, get out and visit, you know, the sites and have dinner, come back. And it was great because we worked together and we lived together back home. So it was just like, it was meant to be. It really was. Those buns were meant to be. Oh, man. Pete, Those we got to get this bun workout because I don't think a girl has said that about hey. us yet. Like. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. And to this day, wait, guys, and to this day, they're still the one. They're still the one. (laughs) They, man, the dog's got to make an appearance here, and we got to get a quick snapshot of um, what you what you fell in love with. Yeah, he was. um, You know what we're gonna do is we'll put a picture because it's ridiculous. I feel like I have no excuse, but there's a picture you guys had back home. You're in Hawaii. Uh, you guys just met, and the dog—he's like shredded. He's got a full-on eight-pack uh, with his short oh, jean yes. shorts. So we'll, we'll put I remember that up those short jean shorts. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And, and, and yes, and I have a thong on, by the way. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> we did have the bodies then. Come on, I mean, you know, hey. you know, we had the bodies, and if you have them, flaunt them, right? Come why, on, why not? You're young you ones. Know? Yeah, you're only young once. Oh, that's hilarious. No, but only young at age, okay? Young at heart forever. <laughs> only physically young ones. That will put it right, there. right, right. Well, that's awesome. That's a great backstory of uh, kind of how we've got to here. Obviously, you guys got married. Uh, Jack's my brother, and um, you know we've grown up. Always been a very close knit family. Um, started out in D.C., Dallas, Virginia area, then down to Florida, mm-hmm. Miami, then out to L.A. And that's uh, where we've been since I moved out in, in January. Um, yes. Out, out to we New miss York. you, bud. I miss, we I miss, miss you. you guys. I know. We I miss you. I, I miss soon. him, too. I haven't seen him in forever. I know. I know. It's we a- miss him. We miss him. We miss Jack. Well, Jack lives here. He doesn't live too far. So we get to see him and Christine quite a bit. Yeah. All right. So this this is this is I think this is good to kind of, you know, we have you here and I love it. It's funny now. I just joke about it. But why was it not weird? Explain to people that don't understand why it wasn't weird for me to live at home until 29 years old. You know what? It's our culture. Okay. It's our culture. It's the way 
I grew up, it's the way my mother grew up, everybody in, you know, past generations. It's, you know, you hear it a lot of the times. Well, not, I don't hear it anymore, to be honest with you. But in the beginning, I would hear, oh, but it's so strange. You know what? I only wish in my heart that these people would have that relationship that we have with our family, because a lot of them, they might not understand it because they don't have it you know? So no, it's not weird. And you know, I'm very transparent. I say what's on my mind. And, you know, I, I've always had the feeling that, you know, with my mom, especially because she lived with us, you know, that we are one big, happy family. Um, we, we share everything with our, you know, we share our thoughts. We talk a lot with each other. We have a good communication, you know, line of communication open with us. And, you know, in the beginning when people would say that, like you just said, oh, you know, he's living at home at 29. Lucky. He's lucky that he can live at home at 29 because, you know, not too many people, first of all, a lot of the parents want the kids out at 18. Okay. I never wanted that. Your father never wanted that. We always wanted you guys to stay until you guys felt comfortable to leave. And with you, you know, and Jack, well, Jack moved out, you know, because he's living with Christine. But with you, you did it the right way. You saved money. You didn't go out there and go, oh, gosh, you know, I'm going to be in, uh, you know, in, in a place with four or five, six people, you know, sleeping on the floor in a sleeping bag. You did it the right way. You know, yeah, you, no, you saved up, you know, and I'm so proud of you for doing that. You saved up and you got yourself on a good, you know, path and look where you live now, you know, look at your life now. And, you know, and I think that living at home has got a special, a special meaning because that says to me that you like being with us, you know, that, you know, because a lot of the times the kids want to move out because they don't care to be with the parents all the time. Right. But you know, that meant a lot to us. And, uh, you know, in the beginning, like, I remember when I, um, you know, I would, you know, like when you were still living at home and people would say, oh my gosh, he's living at home. He's this, 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 and You know what? That's not my problem. That's not your problem. That's their problem. And yeah. my mom used to have a saying that was very, very true to my heart. And I live by it today. Well, then that person has two problems. The problem itself and getting over it because <laughs> it's not my problem. And no, I've always true. looked at that. I don't, I don't care what people say. You know, all I care about is my family. And I just wish that they would have the same feel, you know, that we have and share the yeah, same no, we've blessings. We've been very fortunate to have a close, close family, close knit family. And um, yeah, I mean, it's just. And I'm, and I'm, and I say, it cause I'm very, open about it, Go, you know. Going to Cuba too, it's been, that's just, that's how, that's how it's done. People, family stays together for a very long time out there. But, well, this has been awesome getting a little background here on Bob Barino Sende Jesus. Um, I forgot the name. There, I forgot You got to get that name down eventually here. It's, yeah, I know. It's your own name. I know. <laughs> hey, it's Barbara Weber. <laughs> well, that's been great, Mom. Thank you so much for opening up and, and uh, letting people in on uh, in your life and your upbringing um, and how we got to where we are today. So um, it's no surprise that, uh, or no secret that I've moved out to New York, right? I moved out in January and it was a big step moving across the country. I was very lucky to have Dusty become my roommate, all right? I'm the lucky one too, man. I'm the lucky one I, too, uh, so continue, continue. <laughs> it's, it's been good, but I think it'd be fun to play a little game here 
Um, okay. About what you have to say to Dustin about living with me. Things to like look out for. Uh, it doesn't have to all be like bad things or like, you know, look out for it. It could be good things. You can throw some props I'm very in there transparent. Too, you know that. I'm going to say it the way it is. <laughs> okay. Well, there we go. <laughs> and um, I, <laughs> well, well, that's for true. She, she says it how it is. So um, if you were to give, I guess put it this way, if you were to give Dusty like a rundown before he moved in with me, what would you say? What would you warn him of? What, what would that conversation look like? Dusty, he is a neat freak, 110%. You can't leave a pen in his room because he will call you and say, is this your pen? Very (laughs) diplomatically, of course. But you know, in other words, what he's trying to tell you is, get this pen out of here, okay? That doesn't belong here at all. He is, he's a very, very neat freak. I mean, he's, he's, um, okay, he loves clothes. Okay, he loves clothes. So he might be asking you constantly, hey, does this go well with this? And does that look good with this? Does he? See? Hey, what do you think oh, of this? The, oh, the first time I met him, that's what it was. That's he's a fashionista. He's a fashionista. Completely, okay? completely into okay? fat. Yeah, he loves okay? clothes. Um, you I know, borrowed he, a lot he, of Dustin's clothes, actually. You do? Really? On the show, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But to go back, I want to talk on the neat freak thing. Peter is a neat freak in his he gets in his moods. Yes. Where he's like, it's not on his terms. He could be he could be a little, <laughs> a little sloppy every now and then. It's okay. <sighs> then he gets in these moods where the littlest things, he's like, hold on. <laughs> hold on, what is that? Yes. That's him. Hey, oh, that's oh, him. Hey, that's um, him. Hey, yeah. this, uh, Sophie, Sophie's hair right here is uh, <laughs> Yes. Yes. You could pick this up. Yeah. <laughs> see, see? I, I don't know why. I don't know why. I just, yeah, you're so right. I do get in like moods where like I have to have everything just like, it's like an OCD thing, I think, where it has to be clean. It has to be neat. It's always at the worst time where I don't want to clean. Mm-hmm. It's like when I'm out, when I'm hungover. When I'm hungover, I don't want to do nothing. I just want to be lazy. I'm the laziest person. I can't do anything. I, yeah, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to defend myself a little bit. I think that's a good way to be, especially for my profession, being kind of such this perfectionist in that regard. Things got to be done the right way and don't settle for anything less than 100%. No, and you know what? I admire you for that because, you know, you you and I are very, very much alike in everything, right? The only Mm -hmm. thing that we are not alike in is that you're so neat and I'm not. You know, I get that from my dad. You get that from, yes, from your dad. And Jack and I are the same. Like, I'll be going out to a party or what, and I'll have like six different outfits on top of the bed, and I'll leave them there until I get back. I don't put them away, whereas you would normally put everything away. I, yeah. I'm very much like Jack, and you are like your dad in that respect. Very neat. All right, so neat freak. Um, the clothes, yes, definitely. Okay, fa- fashionista. Okay. okay, when he's sleeping, do not wake him up. Do not wake him up in the mornings, okay? Because he is not a morning person to wake up early. He's only a morning person when it's time to go to work, believe it or not. That's so true. If he has to go to work, he will get up at 3 and 4 o'clock in the morning like nothing at all because he looks forward to that. But if he's just at home on his regular day off and you want to wake him up, you know, to say, hey, let's go do this, let's do that. Don't do it. Dustin's trying to do that so many times to run club. And I'm just like, no, get out, get out. Don't do it. Don't do it. Cause he's not, he's not in, into that at all. I like to sleep in. I like my He bed. likes to sleep in. Yes. He likes to sleep in. He likes his 
coffee, you know, so once he has his coffee, you'll be fine. But he likes yeah. to sleep in. What was the worst thing that I did when I was a little kid? Like, give me a, a story. Maybe I don't even remember it, remember it, what it was, but something where you were just really mad. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. You know what? Oh yeah, yeah. I remember. You, and I saw. And I heard this. Uh, you said it on on. Uh, on I give you full, Victoria's. full information. You can you can say. Okay. It all. I heard it. I heard it on Victoria's podcast. You said that I put soap in your mouth. I heard that. Remember? I remember. Okay. That because you said cursing, a bit. But yeah. you said because you said a bad word. No, that wasn't it at all. You said we were in the kitchen, and you got the story halfway right. Um, you you I said something, and you answered back. In not a bad, bad way, but nothing like what you normally would be like, you know, you're very sweet and all that. And you said something and it wasn't right. And I'm like, no, we're not going to get through. We're not doing this. I grabbed you by the hand. I took you into the powder room and I'll never forget. I had a piece of soap there and I said, what did you say again? And you didn't say, and I said, please open up your mouth because we're going to clean your mouth out now. And, you know, and that was that day. You know, I didn't put it all the way in, of course, you know, anything like that. I just kind of like showed. Yeah, you did. No, I did not. I did not put it. Okay, okay. We put it in a little (laughs) bit, not all the way. And you know what? From that day on, you never... You never said anything negative again, you know, or ne- not negative, but you didn't answer back. And you've just always been a very easygoing person, always. Yeah. You know, very nice. So when he gets like this mood to me, what what brand of soap was that again? I'm making a Dove. Uh, <laughs> Dove. 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 I hate, I hate and all Dove. you do I is, and all you do, he doesn't use it. <laughs> and all he does, just take him by the hand, put him in, and here you go. And he'll be won't say anything god that and, that would be uh that would be a viral video dustin taking me by the hand and putting soap in my mouth jesus could be a tiktok opportunity all right you know it's it, it, i've asked you growing up for so much advice on the love front right yes i yes. i've you know we've i've bounced ideas off you here like i there's no one i come to before my mom when i have a question and it's like need to be set straight in something or just like need to get a perspective. So let's, sh- let's impart that wisdom on Dusty. All right. Our, uh, okay. my, you know, my roommate here. Okay. What's some advice? My other son. Your other, your son. other son. You've got for Dusty in the city. You've lived in the city. You've dated in the city. Uh, you've lived in Brooklyn, um, you know, in New York. What's some advice you have for Dusty? And me, I'll take it too. I've always said, I don't think there's really a dating one-on-one. Okay, there isn't anything like that. There's not a book on dating. It comes from the heart. And I'm the first one to say, when your heart tells you, hey, I want to know that person because I'm attracted to them. I, I want to know a little bit more about them, what makes them tick and so forth. Then you ask them for a date. You go out, you have a good time. Well, during that dinner or drinks or what, coffee, if you like them, you go, you know what? This is someone I'd like to pursue. So you go on to the second date, you know, and you go on to the third date. But now that first date tells you, oh, you know what? I was just attracted, but there's nothing there. Then you cut the rope. And I'm telling you, it's all about your heart. It's not about, they're really, when I say about dating advice, it's it's what your heart tells you. That's who you can really count on. Because you can't count on anyone else but your heart. What about if they have a nice butt? This is true. Well, well, <laughs> well. 
what, what if they have a great butt? Well, like a butt well, you've never you know seen. I, I love a girl with a nice butt. Well, oh man. Well, I married a man with a great Me butt, too. and we're still together. But again. You know what? It was my heart talking to me. It wasn't, you know, dating 101. It was my heart saying, continue and see what's in front of the butt. You know, look at his face. <laughs> you know, look at that face and turn him around and see if you get, you know, an idea of who he is. And we went out to dinner. And uh, you know, you know what I loved about him too, though, was I have to tell you, when we went out to eat, or no, excuse me, when he asked me out, he didn't say, I'd like to take you out on a date or can, you know, can we go out to dinner? He said some words that were just so genuine. And he says, I'd like to buy you dinner. And that buy was like, yes, I like that. He was so down to earth. My husband is a very down to earth person. He's, he's on the shy side. He's quiet. I'm the, mm, 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 you know, I'm the one that likes to talk, but I love that he said that. And I guess here opposites attract because he's quiet and I'm talkative. But your heart, always listen to your heart. Listen to, listen your, heart. to your heart. It has, yeah. I'm we're, listening. We're still, we're still listening. We're waiting, we have our, we're waiting for it, and we know it's coming. I love you so much. Thank you. I love you too, bud, us. so much with all my heart. Love you too, sweet nuts. Love you too, my dusty. Love you. And I can't wait to see you and hug you guys soon. Can't wait. So uh, I think it'd be only appropriate to say, I'm Peter. I'm Dustin. And I'm Sweet Nubs. And she's Sweet Nubs. And we are Bashers in the City with the best mom in the world. All right, guys. Love you guys. Okay. (laughs) Love you. Bachelors in the City is hosted by me, Peter Weber. And me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red Rock Music and powered by ACAST. Our producer is Red Yoakum and our associate producer is Emma Martins. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. New episodes every Wednesday. Send your voice memos to BTC at redrockmusic.com. That's BTC at R-E-D-D rockmusic.com for your chance to be featured on the show. And of course, follow us on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcast. See you next week. Thanks for listening and sign up for our membership program to become a honorary third roommate. Join now for $3 per month and enjoy the episodes ad-free. Click the link in the episode description so you can move in. Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing. Sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code STAPLE20.